up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Happy Hour Hoops, your one-stop shop for enjoying a cold beverage, listening to our ice-cold basketball takes, and just enjoying some basketball talk with Dunny and Jake. Donovan Holden here, as always, with Jake, Micah. Jake, we got a nice, a nice casual fun show today, I guess you could yeah. say, unless, unless you're a Sixers fan. Um, We got all sorts of Ben Simmons talk. We have NBA 2K Day, which is today, September 10th, is when you will be listening to this. And then a segment that we are going to start doing, uh, which is just keeping up with JR. Keeping up with JR Smith, who is now in college and plays golf for the collegiate school that he goes to. So, Jake, how are you? Are you ready to talk hoops right now? Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. We're recording about uh, an hour out from the NFL debut, but we couldn't we couldn't mm-hmm. get enough. We were like, you know what? we, You know what the world needs before Tom Brady? It needs well after Tom Brady because it's coming out tomorrow. We're recording early is Ben Simmons talk. I think that we're right. I think that the world does need some Ben Simmons talk and it is 2K day. And that's, a I think, me and you a day very special to our heart um, mm. and all basketball fans around. I honestly it, I was like. I saw a tweet, I think like Tuesday or Wednesday of that 2K was coming out. And I honestly, it took me by surprise. Had no idea that it was coming up this quick. I feel like I haven't even played enough Madden yet, but Madden might, it's going to be done. (laughs) I've got like two games into my season, but Madden might be, might be time to tap out and hop into 2K. But let's not bury the lead. The biggest story in basketball right now, I mean, that right now coming, going into training camp, I guess I would say, is Ben Simmons. Um... We've been yes. talking. We've been talking about a Ben Simmons trade for like six years. Like, there's nothing. Like, I guess it's been more hypothetical. Like now, it's kind of actually happening. But I feel like we've we as basketball fans have been collectively preparing for this moment for a long time. Yeah, uh, it seems like Philly's going from trust the process to trust the prospects because that is wow, what- nice bars. <laughs> Well, that's what they're going to be going towards. I mean, what I guess the way to start this Ben Simmons conversation is like, what are teams even going to be offering? Are they offering anything for Simmons? Like, what does a Ben Simmons trade look like? You know, a few weeks, a month or so into the season, even before last season, we had an idea of what that looked like. We discussed it. Others discussed it. Philly was going back and forth with some teams and some offers. But now I honestly could not tell you what a Ben Simmons trade looks like for any team. Well, I'm, you said that about the prospects. And that's like the interesting thing about it is because like they're they want a star, right? Like the thought yeah. they're thinking like they could have traded Ben Simmons straight up for like Dame or something like that or Bradley Beal. No. And I think that's where Maury was starting. He th- and that's why he's asking for such a haul of picks and whatever else. Now, Daryl Maury is not a guy that you should trade with either. He's, he's fleeced a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams that just hate dealing with him in the league. That's definitely, that's definitely a part of it. Um, I think that teams are just tired of dealing with <laughs> dealing with Daryl Morey and he doesn't have as much leverage as he would have in like a Harden deal or, you know, getting Chris Paul or anything like that. This is a guy that is at his, he's at the low, like leaving last year at the lowest point that everybody's thought in his career. And I think, you know, 
I sucked you into Ben Simmons. I, I had to apologize for that on one yeah. of our uh, one of our after the season or after the playoffs podcast. I had to apologize to everybody. I was like, I, I hyped him up all year, and I, I felt like I let the listening public down with that. And now it's like, okay, now you're supposed to be traded for six first round picks, like that same guy. It just doesn't, it doesn't add up. So what is he worth? Like he's gonna get moved, right? Like there's no way he's on this team this year. Or is he? No. I mean, no, no. Okay, no, no, I didn't know no. if there was a possibility of that. Well, I mean, I unless Ben Simmons was lying, but he, you know, he could kinda, be a liar. Yeah, he was outspoken <laughs> and said he's not reporting to anything involving the 76ers. He wants out. I mean, I feel like once those two things are expressed, it, I mean, it sucks for the Sixers. It sucks for the organization, the fans, because. You know, the longer this gets stretched out, the usually the way it goes is the value gets lower and lower, and you could end up with a pile of shit for Ben Simmons. But, mm. um, you know, that's something that they have to worry about, and I don't really have to. I I'm kind of one of the one of the few who gets to sit back and just watch this collapse because we don't. I don't know. I don't. It, you mentioned, you know, James Harden, Dame Lillard. Those guys were the, the names involved in Simmons trades in years past. And, you know, like eight months ago, those those were the guys. Yeah. Now, after the playoff performance, we saw, you know, kind of the emotional distress, the lack of confidence in himself. Of course, a lot of teams, I'm sure, are interested. Young, very, you know, just gifted as far as his physique, athleticism, size defense which you know catches everyone's eye but it's just a matter of who's willing to take what risk for ben simmons and where does he fit best yeah so let's get into it then where does he fit best where is the best spot for ben simmons because like the most intriguing thing about this guy is we've never seen him on a team that's built for him, right? Like that's no. that is the narrative that's been going on. I mean, he's a center, bro. Like he won't. Maybe he's never going to play as a center in the NBA, but he should be a center, all things considered. Like he, like he doesn't have the playmaking. Like maybe not as much playmaking ability as Jokic. I think Jokic is probably on another level at this point. But in mm -hmm. that kind of mold, obviously he can't shoot. Like Jokic can at least shoot a little bit. But like that kind of center mold is something I think Simmons could excel at. That's obviously never going to work next to Embiid. So there are some teams. The Warriors are the most intriguing team I think that are still hanging. They're still hanging around the periphery of this conversation. Like we never have heard them kind of out of it. They've always kind of snuck their noses in there. Like they're listening around for Ben Simmons. I think Maury would probably be trying to take like all three of those young guys. And I bet you the Warriors probably going to give up like maybe one of that one maybe two if they had to but even that like package for the Sixers you're trying to win Embiid wants to win a title now and you're going to bring in I mean Wiseman doesn't even make any sense so you're no. just going to bring in two wings who might not be able to like really affect you winning a title this year and that's the team that makes the most sense that would actually want to take on Simmons though because then yeah. the rest you're at you're talking about like we're talking about like the Cavs are hanging around the Timberwolves. Like these are teams that aren't very good that are just basically trying to take a swing at a superstar, hoping that he works out because they won't be able to get him otherwise. See, I think 
the Timberwolves, I this was brought to my attention on I think I saw a TikTok on it the other day. I guess there's some interest coming from the T Wolves camp. I don't know yeah. how true that is, but I mean that was the first one I stopped and kind of thought about. I was like, well, similar because Cat is a offensive minded, you know, force in the paint, kind of like Embiid is, and he can stretch the floor. So that makes me think it might not work, but I do like the idea of Simmons playing alongside D'Lo and Edwards. But then if you talk about those three three guys being there and Ben Simmons is there, what are the Timberwolves giving up? Mm-hmm. Because you have to obviously give up something to get a guy like this. Like we mentioned, the value might drop, but I mean, it's then you're not getting them for well, nothing. So is one, are touch, one of those guys gone? I wouldn't touch getting rid of cat or Anthony Edwards at this point. There's I wouldn't use it anyway. I'm cat. Definitely not. And Anthony Edwards is already at that point too. Like this kid might be one of the best scorers in the league. Like this year, fuck it. It might be this year, the way we saw him finish out last year. So that's what doesn't make like, does D'Angelo Russell and a bunch of picks and whatever else do enough for the Sixers? I don't think so. Like is D'Lo going to move the needle for you as a playoff team in the East? Like you have to, you have to beat the Nets. And the Bucks, you need scoring to beat both those teams. Those are two of the best offenses in the league. They will probably be the best offenses in the league again this year. And they don't have the guns. Like that's what the biggest problem is. And I just don't know what trade. Like it, they're not going to want to do it because they're not going to want to admit that this is the point that we've come to with this guy. But CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons makes all the sense in the world. It's made sense for like three years. And the Sixers just hold him in such a higher regard. And they obviously want Dame instead. Yeah. But that's the move. That's the move to me, bro. Like something like that to get another guard, another create. I don't know. I just, I don't know what we're going to get from this other than I think a team that potentially could just be like some bottom feeder team just taking a flyer on him at this point. I don't think we're seeing any real, real teams that are going to make a move and think that Ben Simmons is that piece. Yeah, you mentioned the Cavs. I think the only the uh, only way the Cavs do no. it is if if they're just going off of what they're clearly trying to do right now, which is be the tallest team in the NBA. Yeah, they trade uh, um, just Colin Sexton and Darius Garland for Ben Simmons, and your starting lineup is like six nine and up. How? Yeah. What, what can you do? What can you do? They're at like that average starting lineup <laughs> would probably be like right around seven feet, which is crazy. Oh my god. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I see that you have the Celtics here with a double question mark for Ben Simmons. I've weirdly seen, like, too much of this. Because it's you, been popping up a lot on my feet. I like, know. if it doesn't have to be Jalen or Jason, like, why not try right. to get him in there? And obviously it wouldn't be, which no. is no. even weirder that it's in discussion still because obviously there's something other than – and it wouldn't be smart either. I mean, I don't even think – Embiid would want to play with Smart or Smart or vice versa. So, yeah, what is that? If that's the trade they end up doing, like that's Embiid's gone. Like, I would be so many sorts of upset if that. (laughs) I don't even want to think about that reality. Um, but I, you know, the only things I've really seen was like Pritchard, Langford, Neesmith, and like a first rounder or something. Which I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know if I would do that. Oh, you would do that. Don't say you wouldn't do that. I would do that, but I, I honestly, <laughs> for Simmons' sake, dude, like I don't think he would make it in Boston. 
I think yeah. there'd be too much pressure from the fan. We like Boston fans already don't like him. They know he's been underperforming. So if he comes to a basketball city with such high expectations, he was already hated in the past. So you have to get over that weird hump. And then you can't really shoot the ball, but you can defend. I don't know. I don't see it working out in Boston. I mean, if he's already having like this emotional pressure and kind of gets inside his own head, I don't think Boston's the place where you are going to fix that. Yeah, probably not. It's probably not a good idea on anybody's part with that. But it is interesting to think about um, that that's where we've come to is that like people are throwing out Pritchard Neesmith and whoever else right. he said in a first round pick. And it's like, yep, yeah, that might do it. And it might bucket. Who knows? Like yeah. something like that might the team. Well, I'm still thinking considering too, is the Miami heat who have yeah. been very quiet in these talks. Um, I just feel like Pat Riley, he didn't get the star he really wanted this summer. I mean, he got Kyle Lowry, but that wasn't the star that he wanted. And they've got a lot of young guys. I don't know. That's the team that that's, they still got a Drogic deal too, that they could give up who's got like 20 million or whatever he is. What were you going to say before that? Uh, no, I, th- I was just talking about um, just something interesting in this Simmons situation that I was going to, I just wanted to mention this before we moved on from Simmons. I have it here. Saw this stat on TikTok yesterday. Had to there fact check it, of course. Um, it's fair. <laughs> So I went and looked at basketball reference. I had seen the Steve Nash part before, so I knew that was true. Had to go to basketball reference to see this, though. Checked out Ben Simmons' playoff playoff statistics from the 2021 playoffs. So the ones that just played out, the ones where we saw Ben Simmons collapse. He missed 48 free throws in just the 2021 playoffs alone. Not regular season, just the playoffs. Steve Nash missed 44 throughout his entire career. Mm. 48. He missed four more free throws than Nash missed mm. his entire career. That is that is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. That's sad. Dude. That's really that, sad, Ben. This is like an athlete. Yo, but he put up that boost. He's supposed to be some sort of basketball god, dude, and like that is that is bad. <laughs> Bro, but he put up an Instagram video the other day and he hit a couple jumpers. So yeah. he, I think he's good. I think he's back. I know. We're ready just, to go. <laughs> this is just such a weird situation, dude, because he's clearly been in the gym. I mean, I don't want to take that away from him, which what I shit on is when players who clearly just aren't good shooters post the – like you mentioned, like he posting videos of him hitting jump shots. That's not exciting yeah. anyone because – until we see it in the regular season, in game, him hitting threes, um, no one's gonna believe it. But yeah. I mean, regardless, he's been in the gym, he's been working out, but he doesn't want anything he's to been do doing with his something. team. Yeah, he's it's been- we- it's just weird, dude. We're yeah. we're I'm at a standstill with how to feel about Ben Simmons at this point. I'm like, I'm slowly creeping to the point where I'm like feeling bad for Ben Simmons. No, I don't do it. Don't do yeah, that I yourself. don't want to. I, I just, I kind of just, <laughs> along with everyone else, um, yourself included, I kind of just want an answer. I feel like, or, or at least just something. I, I need, I need some sort of buzz, like a, a rumor from a blue check mark on Twitter, where where something. a team where a team has real interest, or there's a team that's non-specified, but they're they're willing to give up like five first rounders or something. Yeah. For I just, I need some of that in my life right now. 
the touch point will be training camp when he doesn't show up. That's yeah. when we'll start heating up. I mean, so we'll we'll get it. It's coming. All right. So let's get into let's get into some 2K. What what is your favorite 2K, Donnie? Mm. I feel like we've touched on this before. On we the have, podcast. but I will I'll bring it up again because it's go. not only I think the best 2K, probably top three video games for me ever. Uh NBA 2K eleven. It was like this first I, I don't know if it's the first time because I am on the younger side and 2K I you know 2Ks were out before I was playing video games. Um but 2K eleven with the Michael Jordan edition, you could play all the different MJ games. I just thought the soundtrack was excellent, the gameplay was good, it was user friendly. And it just so happened to be, you know, the 2K that I for sure went the hardest on my my player. I had a max. That was when you could max out. You got a 99 everything. Um, I did that. Didn't buy any VC. I took I took pride in that. I just leveled them up. As <laughs> and me, me and my buddy just we dominated people online because I was just constantly playing 2K using my player. That's always the best. Yeah, it was uh, 2K. Uh, 2K11 is just an easy answer for me. How about 2K you? 11, what do you got? Two K eleven solid. I've been thinking about this all day long, uh, really racking my brain instead of doing any work that I should have been doing. And I have to go back to two K five. I have the ESPN two K fives. Both the NBA Base. and NFL were like the two. I mean, I played game. I want to say that was my first basketball video game I owned. Might have had like a like a. ESP. Oh, I had ESPN College Basketball 2K5 too, which was absolute. That was my favorite game of all time. One of the best games. But those ESPN 2K5, 2K games were just great. It was awesome to see like the, you know, when I was like nine years old, it was awesome to see like you're playing a game and then all of a sudden it's on Sports Center. You're like, oh shit, I can watch whatever. So I'm going yeah. with that. That that was my move. I had, it was Ben Wallace on the cover. I played with the Cavs all the time, Ooh. that trash Cavs team, but Braun was fun in it. That one and underrated was college basketball 2K5 because you could like the tournament, the whole like no, the, no. those are legacy those mode. Games. They had like the dine, like you could pick, you could play with any team if you wanted to. So I did like some with Duke, like Syracuse, like those teams, but you could start off where you literally started at some just like obscure fucking school that had was like absolutely terrible and had to like start them up and you had to like build up your prestige to get better jobs. I remember like playing with some team as like a 16 seed against a one and just get it. Like I've never gotten beat so bad in a video game. It was just so I was like playing Kansas. I couldn't even tell you what the school was. You were, you were Oral Kansas. Roberts. Oral yes, Roberts. but not, there was no upset happening. I got beat <laughs> by like 40 or 50 or something. It was bad. But yeah, those that, that was the one. Um, so what do you do like two K two K now? Are you just like a you're a play now guy? Like what are you usually doing? Yeah, um, you so, going my my player is now. Do you do you have a what what system are you playing on now? Do you have a Series X? Do you have a no, I have new a ones Xbox yet? One still, unfortunately. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I'm. I don't have a new system. I'm playing Xbox One, and when I load up two K. I do dabble with the my player. I always still make them right away because that's the first thing that comes up. Um, I think my players, you know, I'm biased. Like I said, 2K11 was my bread and butter. I, they've had good my player years since then, but it's. I think it's you know, it's been taking some hits recently. I don't like it as much uh, as yeah. I used to. 
and I just have less time, obviously, um, now. It's a game, so. That's true. I do a lot of online versus. Um, I tr just try to get my record up because, you know, once you start unlocking the different leagues, you can play with the old teams, so it's cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I usually just hop on that. I'll play either friends online or just randoms and try to have a good record, at least a winning record, because I – for some reason, pride myself on that kind of stuff. Hey, no, don't you hold that near and dear to yeah. your heart? I used to, on Chell, same thing that I, I I I do dabble in the verses on on two K two, but I don't think I've ever, I will never pass like twenty games. I've definitely been more locked in to my player the last couple of years. Or I'm a big I'm a big dynasty guy in any sport any sports game. But two K one hasn't two K dynasty mode and like an nhl dynasty mode it's just too much because i don't know which games i'm supposed to like i'm not paying 82 game schedule yeah i never know which games to pick and then you just and then if you just play playoff games it's like okay but i haven't actually been playing this game so i'm gonna be trash for a while mm -hmm. i want to be down 2-0 in this random series because i didn't so i've kind of been out on dynasties i've been locked in on my player but it is a grind and uh you kind of have to put the hours in. i bought a lot of vc <laughs> Unlike your guy from 2K11, no shame in it. Sometimes I'm just looking at him. I'm like, you know what? Well, I think you got ten you bucks have to spare. To you kind of have to. Like that's kind of what I was too. alluding to, though. It was like easier back then. Oh well, yeah. One, you could max out your guy completely, and two, like now there's all these things where there's the park, so you're being pressured into like uh. buying cool shit because <laughs> other guys are wearing like full Nike jumpsuits, looking like Drake, and your guys in that gross yeah, brown t-shirt that they they're do. doing flips and shit yeah. in the court and you're like what the fuck yeah he's like diamond headband on and my guy <laughs> has a t-shirt from Coles on dude like <laughs> just there's so much pressure to just pimp well, out your guy when you get your series x or a ps5 whatever you get first um just wait because the park and the city or the neighborhood is now the city and the Ooh. video the other day was ridiculous. Uh, you were like ride. You have to like ride skateboards around to get everywhere in this place. There's like a rap studio. You can go become a rapper. You become yeah. a fashion icon. Yeah. So you don't, there's no no talk of basketball at all, obviously. Yeah. You don't right? need to worry about that. But <laughs> if you want to go get some bars down, you can get them in. Like you, that. So, uh, yeah, my player. My player is fun. I, I think this year I'm joining you on the online versus more often. I think that's where I'm going to go. I was saying earlier in Shell, I had a year where that was like my only thing. I was like, I just want to have like a sick record in online versus. Yeah. And I got, I would get way too mad. And that's a game you can't get mad at, like, because that game can fuck you over in a million ways. And so I think that's what turned me off of online versus for a while. But you, you convinced me I'm going to hop back in. The old yeah. teams would be cool online. It is, yeah. It's really fun, dude. Cause like I'll use the you know the Timberwolves when KG was there, and it's literally like I, I'm using it strictly to like get a forty piece with KG. Like I'm not, I'm really not taking shots for anyone else. Like I'm just feeding that guy in the post and dunking on people. But then like even like um, I'm trying to think of the year now. I want to say like 2005 ish. Yeah, uh, the Golden State Warriors with like Baron Davis, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. Like, the, I don't know. That's I love using that team in two K mm, because it's cool because one. you unlock you unlock some of these teams quick and they don't really have a high overall because it's just like you know guys like that big, big name guys, but you know they were never stars, really yeah. superstars. They all played together at one time. 
I don't know. You got you got to go down the, the the small avenues and uh, have fun with it in two K sometimes. I like that. I like that. All right. So before we wrap up every episode, we are going to end it with this segment. And I don't know. We haven't named it yet. I do like keeping up with like keeping up with Jr. We some like keeping up with a Kardashians type deal. I don't yeah. know. Like we, I want like a logo that we can put on the screen. Like I'm gonna we got we gotta figure this out. But uh, we're just we exactly that. Jr. is he is no longer an NBA basketball player. He is now a college golfer at NC A and T, North Carolina A and T, um, and going to school, going to classes, keeping up with it on Twitter, letting everybody know how he's doing. So Dunny, drop us some of the dimes that we've seen from Jr. coming out, and uh, I think he sounds like us. He sounds like us going to school more often than not. Yeah. So he's just a he's a real regular like run-of-the-mill college dude now and i love it excuse me um but uh, i did want to address this because it was one of the first things i saw him tweet when he first got to school i guess a lot of his classmates or just peers in college were making a lot of hennessy jokes when he first got there and he kind of went public with it saying he want he kind of wants the henny jokes to stop guys um jr is flipping a new leaf and he wants people to know that like of course, shirtless Tennessee Jr. is what we think of sometimes when we think of Jr. Smith, um, and you know he's kind of saying that was that's just one version of himself, and he's he's trying to better he's himself. Yeah, he, I mean he's a, a man with a lot of different talents, and he's proven that now. So I just wanted to you know address that because that was one of the things he tweeted. I didn't have it here, um, but you know I just I felt it was important to bring up. It was also really cool. I noticed I was going through his Twitter before we hopped on. Also, super worth the follow. I mean, he's always been worth the follow, but like, that's true. If you're like have gone to college within like the last like ten years, or you're just a, <laughs> a big Jr. stand, like, it's it's a good follow to follow Jr. Smith right now. Um, but what really caught my eyes, he was dressed up in all of his, like, you know, all this school gear. It looked like that he might have been in the school store, like just buying all this new stuff. Posting videos promoting another student who is running for freshman class president. Her name was Kylie Rice. He, I mean, he's Shout getting involved. Out Kylie. Student politics. Uh, yeah, Kylie. I think her slogan was "Don't think twice, vote Kylie Rice." And damn, she got video of Jr. saying it. Too. He blasted it, which was just so nice. I, I love it to see Jr. getting involved. Um, and then I'll just uh, I'll bang through some of his best tweets that I pulled and we can talk about them a little bit. I'm ready for it. So the first one was, I believe this, this was sometime this past week, uh, had my first golf team practice yesterday. The experience is amazing. Can't wait for the opportunity to put our skills on as a team. So many great teammates with great tips to get around the course. Learn yeah. so much from these dudes. Hashtag yeah. Aggie pride. So he's yeah. already all in on the golf game. Which is love awesome. it. He is a scratch. He's a. I remember this. It wasn't a surprise. I remember hearing that he was a scratch golfer like a couple years ago and didn't mm-hmm. think anything of it. Like I would love to see how Jr. is doing with those young guns out there. Like is he working them? Like is Jr. given yeah. these kids? These kids came into this school and they had no idea what to expect, and all of a sudden they're just getting beat in golf by Jr. Smith every day of practice. That's wild. All right, keep it going. That would be what sick. Else? That would be sick just to be you know, a regular on the course, regular old average Joe on this golf team. And then J.R. Smith's just your teammate. 
I didn't even think just about cheering that. You, just awesome. cheering you on as you're hitting your 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 approach shot on some yeah. par four. <laughs> like nice shot. <laughs> It'd be great. Thanks, Jr. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then so next one here. A lot of these, a lot, lot of these that you know he's taking pride in his schoolwork. He's paying attention. He's focusing on focusing on getting good grades. He says, "I'm so happy about this quiz, man. These joint be having me stress the fuck out." For real, I played in front of 20,000 for a long time, but taking a quiz by yourself and then it was uh, the classic Key and Peele um, skit of Jordan um, sweating. Yeah, Jordan Peele just sweating profusely, beads of sweat running down his face. So basically he's saying, you know, he's played in front of packed crowds, Madison Square Garden, dunks, threes, played in the finals and... But at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, taking a quiz or a test by himself has him sweating it out. And like I said, like like you said, Jr. is just so relatable, dude. Like he's just he's a normal. As somebody, coach. as somebody who used to just write flashcards until their hand like was cramped and couldn't do it anymore, studying for an exam, I relate to that so hard, Jr. I'm not I'm not a big test person either. I'm good with anything else, tests. Hated him. Never was bad at him, but just couldn't stand it. Understandable, JR. That's way worse than playing in front of anybody. I believe that 100%. Yeah, and then this is also quiz-related. I don't know if it was the same quiz, but 46 I hope not. I hope, I, hope, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I was thinking of a different one, but... Yeah, no, he go, the next one, he goes 46 out of 50 on my nutrition quiz. And then it doesn't show it here, but it was a bunch of uh, fire emojis. Migo- Hell yeah. And then he said he's going to the student center to get some Chick-fil-A. And then it was uh, he did a they little gift. Chick-fil-A with- on campus? Yeah, what I know, the dude. What fuck is that? <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's, that's what it baller is. as fuck. They probably put it. They were like, oh, JR's coming. Like, find out what his favorite fast food is. <laughs> put it in the calf. Chick-fil-A I would have been so fat. <laughs> oh my god! I would have eaten that Imagine shit every day. Golf practice every day and Chick Fil A <laughs> after, dude. Doesn't sound too bad. If you had a Chick Fil A on your campus, you would have eaten there every day. You had meal plan, right? Like literally, I don't think that. I maybe one day I wouldn't have went. Maybe one. Maybe. Yeah. I don't even know if I can give myself one. We had a Quaker Steak and Lube, and people were there all the time. And that place ain't even that good. Imagine a Chick Fil A. My. Not at UMass, but my freshman year when I went to Westfield, we had a Dunkin's on campus, and that was that's solid. That was like our big thing. It was it was just weird because you don't usually see them on college campuses. I feel like they usually like do their own coffee and like breakfast thing. But I yeah. worked for I worked for Starbucks on campus, and we had four Starbuckses in a mile radius. Oh wow! <laughs> Literally, like one, two of them off campus. And then two on campus, but they the ones off campus were across the street from the campus. I was like, why? I was like, first movie, I was like, I don't why do we need so many Starbucks? And then I started working there and I was like, this is why you need so many yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, they might, why. they might be it putting in a second Chick-fil-A now because of JR. <laughs> Especially if he keeps balling out on his quizzes. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and then so we, we got two more here. The the second to last one is I need a new gaming laptop bad. Mm. Something I can do my schoolwork on plus play hashtag COD Warzone on. And I mean, if that that's just that just epitomizes my intellect, 
entire you, college career your, your, your entire existence yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just i mean we, we've talked about jr being relatable on these tweets that that hit home with me when i read that one there you go and then uh the last one here dr earl joseph smith the third yes. i did not know was his name until i read this tweet um i knew his real name wasn't jr smith but i did not know it was that has a dope ring to it. A hell of a long way to go, but not impossible. One day at a time. Hashtag go for yours. J.R. Smith is reaching for the stars. And I love it, dude. Not, you know, not only is he being involved, yeah. getting Chick-fil-A, playing COD. This dude has doctor in his sights. And, you know, I don't know what, you know, he aspires to get his doctorate in. It doesn't really matter. Because J.R. Smith's playing golf and he's in college. He's talked about possibly <laughs> living the dream. His- yeah, he's possibly talked about possibly changing his uh, major, just being s- such a relatable student. Uh, it's just awesome. It's actually JR's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, JR. If you're listening on Friday when this is going to come out, time travel real quick. It's actually Thursday right now. His birthday is today. Um, but yeah, so just I feel like this is just something we have to do. We're doing it for the people. Keeping up with JR is what we're going to call it for now. There might that, That's a working title. We might switch it to something else. Um, we'll figure yeah. it out. We're going to make a logo. It's going to pop up. It's going to be fancy. Yes. It's going to be nice. It will be fancy. Love it. Good luck to JR. Don't be getting caught up in some shit, JR. These no. kids are wilding out here. All yeah, right. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying these kids are crazy. Like, he, th- he might think he knows what's going to be going on, but there's, he's going to see some crazy shit at that college. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, kids be wild. It's gonna be fun. I hope we get some like Instagram stories, Jr. Like on at the football game, on campus at homecoming. Like that'd be, give me all of it. We need it all. All right, before we go, wrap up. Follow us at Happy Hour Hoops One, all social platforms. Listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Dunny, this is a basketball podcast. But what is your Super Bowl fifty? Whatever. I don't even know what fucking Super Bowl it is. There's too many of them. What is your Super Bowl pick for this year? Ooh. Uh, I got Bucks Bills. There you go. And then you're going to, and then we won't talk for those three weeks probably uh, leading up to that Super Bowl and the week after because it'll be Tom Brady versus the Bills. Yes. I don't know if I can handle that. Well, actually, you know, I can. I wanted it last year. I was really begging for Bucks Bills, and we were that close, that close. I like it. I, I respect it. You didn't have to pick the Bills. I was I I didn't know if you were going to or not, but you didn't have to. I was going but to I say Chiefs, it. but I don't I don't want to be main, too mainstream you, here. I also don't want Chiefs. that to be the Super Bowl again. I just no, think that it very well either. could be. Uh, I'm going Bills Rams. Obviously, I'm I'm picking the Bills in, in here, but. I really, I'm excited about Matt Stafford. I, I've got him on a lot of fantasy teams, and I've got Robert Woods on a lot of fantasy teams. So I really, I'm really believing in it. Uh, but I think they might be nasty this year. So we'll see. I like that. I like that. That's football hour on Happy Hour Hoops right there. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed the game last night. We'll talk to you again soon. Basketball is right around the corner, everybody. Later, guys.